0: the black girl West, it's your girl snobby and today we are talking about jada the red table talk and olivia jade and most importantly queen gary now first of all let me just give this disclaimer i am not a regular watcher of red table talk i don't watch it often um i, I tune in when it's time to tune in, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Social media start getting crazy. I know it's time to tune in because the Red Table done been set ablaze. I like that about them. You know, set shit on fire. I'm okay with that. Um, I was very surprised when I logged on to Al Gore's internet. And Black Twitter notified me that the Red Table had been extended to Olivia Jade. I was like, "Por qué? What does she need the red? What does she need the red table to for? Why is she putting in a request to come to the red table?" Like I was befuddled. I was a more befuddled that Jada gave her the fucking platform. I was so annoyed. First of all, this girl was a beauty influencer, a lifestyle influencer, a really huge YouTube star, I guess is what you call them. Um, She has a platform full of people that actually give a fuck about her because I didn't know who the fuck she was at all until her mama got arrested, until the scandal broke. And I didn't know her name, Until Red Table Talk. Literally had no idea what her fucking name was. So, why did she need to come to the Red Table to have this conversation? Why does she need to come to the Red Table to, as she puts it, you know, finally acknowledge and, you know, try to move forward and and speak her peace on everything that happened? She has a platform. She has a very large platform of people who are very interested in her. So why are you at the red table? One of my favorite movies is Brown Sugar. If you've seen it, then you know exactly what scene I'm talking about. One of my favorite scenes in that movie is when Simon tells Dre, you want to keep it real? Go to he Here, we keep it profitable. Because to me, It looked like Jada had... She had no intention on keeping it real. This whole shit was about her keeping it profitable. Because there's absolutely no reason why that girl needed to have this conversation at the red table. Let me tell you something. I got my handy-dandy book out. And that should let you know that... um, I'm finna get into the shits. That should let you know that I was taking notes while I was watching that shit. Because after I had seen a certain amount of clips... My nerves had been hit, and I had been triggered. So I said, you know what, let me go cue this shit up, grab a glass of wine, get my trusty book, and a blue big pen. Let me hop into this shit. My, I, I'm with Gammy, okay? First of all, I'm with Gammy. I, I want to slap everybody that I came across in comments on Twitter that was trying to call Gammy bitter and all this other shit, and I felt like Jada gave them the space to do that, I felt, I feel like Jada teed that up, and they just motherfucking, was par for the course like they put it, that's how the fuck I felt about it, when the show opens, and Jada accused to Gammy to, you know, let Gammy express her not wanting to have Olivia Jade on this show, not wanting to have the conversation from that voice, um, I agreed with her one thousand percent, that little white girl going to be fine. She's going to be fine. And, and she won the other foot. Things don't, things don't go as nicely, you know, things don't work out as, as well. And, and not just in the short run, but in the long run, the long game you know, okay, she lost some endorsements, um, you know, people were dragging her on social media, but that comes with being a public figure, honestly, you could do nothing and get dragged on social media, so you could be a regular person that just got enough followers and you could end up getting dragged on social media for doing nothing, so in the, in the grand scheme of things, this has not had any overt effect on her life she's still going to be fine. She could never acknowledge this and she'll be fine. She could never change and this would be fine. like and she would be fine. like like the things we need to be talking about and in, com- in, in, in comparison um, when you think about the things that Gammy has seen over the course of her life because remember this gorgeous <laughs> gorgeous, clearly black don't crack, woman is what 67 so she done seen some shit and so when gammy is expressing why she doesn't want this girl on the show doesn't understand why this girl chose the red table with three black women to come and have this conversation about a school you know a college ring fraud Scandal, scam. Yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. That makes absolute complete sense, especially with the way 2020 has gone publicly for black people. Because a lot of this shit was always happening. It just was happening much more quietly, right? But with nothing else to do and everyone with a camera phone, all this shit has been extremely public in 2020. So you consider the fact that this has been her life, the entirety of her life, and 2020 has really given, you know, it's risen back out of the ashes like a fucking phoenix, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with her, we got way more important things to be talking about, um, she gonna she have had this conversation on the fucking view, run this shit with Whoopi, you know what I'm saying, run the, and Whoopi would have hopped in her ass too, I ain't gonna hold you, Whoopi and Gammy, I, that would be my ideal, you know, host, but... I ain't got no, no back lot yet. I'm working on it. Um, but you know what I'm saying? She could have had this conversation on The View, on The Real. She could have did this shit digitally with Ellen Hell. She could have did this shit on Kelly Clarkson's show. I'm going to be honest. Don't nobody give a fuck. She has her own platform. She could have done it there. I feel like it was extremely manipulative and intentional that she chose the, the red table. Here's what we all know. Here's what's been proven time and time again. If you want to get shit moving and you want to get people to rally behind you you get black women behind it because black women move the fucking dial black women move the dial and i feel like this was a real manipulative attempt at her to have black to use these black women's platform as an avenue to have black women rally around her bitch no sorry sis not me Not me. And I feel like Jada was all the way with it. Now, Jada ain't nobody that need no money. Like, Jada's doing fine. Jada's going to be fine. So, I can't understand why we would lean into the profitable as opposed to leaning into the real. Like, why wouldn't you lean into the raucous? (laughs) Like, I, I just... I don't understand what Jada's train of thought is or was and I thought a lot of the shit that she said was bullshit like she kept trying to compare Olivia Jade to Willow and and um and what's the the little boy's name I think Jaden's the oldest son Willow and I don't listen to the boy to the kids let's just say the kids because I really can't think and if the young one is Jaden then I can't think of the oldest one name, but the kids. We know who their kids are. The kids. I, the fact that she kept trying to compare um, the situations really pissed me off. Really pissed me off. They're not the same. We're not having similar conversations. You know, she um, likened it to Willow um, really going through a difficult time and and um turning to hurting herself and that really pissed me off like these are not the same thing these are not the same thing like this is there's no parallel like i jada jada's arm sockets have to be sore from the way sis was reaching reaching to try to establish a parallel I'm looking, I'm searching. I'm not finding it, sis. I'm not finding it. She said something. Damn, hold on. Let me see, because it really, it. it I was like, is Jake going on something? Because she's, I'm not going to hold you. She act like she's entangled with this girl's family because it didn't make any sense. Um, ah, she said, I never want to be the thing that white women have been or done to me. Now, y'all know I take great issue with this whole higher road bullshit that black people love to hop on, that liberals like to hop on, that Democrats like to hop on. Miss me with that, oh, I you know, I don't want to do to them what they've done to me. That's not how the fuck I was raised. I was raised if they hit you, you hit their ass back. Period. Period. Shoe on the other foot um, Lori Lachlan wouldn't have offered the fucking Tote table to Willow. That I can promise you. That I can absolutely fucking promise you. So I was thoroughly annoyed with that. Enough of that shit. Like, it's 2020, we're still getting killed on camera in the streets, and you still with this. Oh, you know, I just I just, I, I wanna, I wanna show them by taking the high road. What? What? I'm sorry. Y'all know how I feel. I'm not with the Michelle Obama when they go low, you go high. You go low, i am to kick in your fucking face. Keep your head up. <laughs> I said what the fuck I said. Like, that shit thoroughly, thoroughly annoyed me. Then it was um the other shit that annoyed me was Jada was like, answering her questions. So it was like she was not even really giving Olivia Jade the chance to answer. She was like assuming the answer. And there was one question in particular. Hold on. Let me scour my notes really quickly. <laughs> so, damn, did I not write that down? No, I know I wrote it down because I was thoroughly annoyed. By it. I just don't know where I wrote it. Um I have to find that because she absolutely answered a question. You know what? I will look for it. I'll look for it and I'll get back and I'll address it on the black table because I'm taking this shit to the black table With my A's Boom show. We're going to get back into this. So I will find it. And I will address it on the black table. Because she answered the question. And Gammy was like. We don't even know if that's true. Like let her answer. And then when she answered. It was the exact opposite. And it's like damn Jada. You you really trying to spoon feed this girl. And hand walk her. You know through this fucking interview. Like. Huh? huh make it make fucking sense so then olivia J goes on to talk about um that she started doing community service i'm gonna get back into the the school portion of it because mind blown just in general with the naivete that this girl offered as an explanation but anyway She started talking about the community service that she's starting to do. You know, she said that this has been a reflective time for her. She hopes that her mom being locked up is giving her mother reflective time. I mean, she ain't got shit else to do. Um, And she was just saying that, you know, she started to do more service and she's been doing this service at an after school program in Watts, which is a predominantly black neighborhood in Los Angeles. If I'm incorrect on that, by all means, you know, hop in the comments. Let me know. I I know Watts to be historically predominantly Black. If that demographic has shifted, please, by all means, let me know if mad white people have moved their ass into Watts. Because I don't know it to be anything but a neighborhood of people of color, predominantly Black people. So she's doing her community service there. And you know she was talking about you know these she's working with young kids and she was like, you know, I realized how much I had been taken for granted because these kids are really just happy to have a place and a space to escape their neighborhoods and focus on their schoolwork. Um, and I realized how ridiculous and entitled and you know all the things that you know, basically that she had been and uh, they queued up one of her old YouTube clips from right before she went to college where she basically said, you know, she's going to college for the experience. She doesn't know how much school she plans to actually attend. This, these are her own words. They, they brought up the receipts. It was queued up. She talked about it. It was there. She was just saying, you know, she realized that she was super entitled um, and, and, and really ungrateful Because she didn't realize how much of a privilege that was. Um, And I was like, what? It's a bunch of broke-ass white people in California, too. Why you ain't gonna help their ass? I mean, what made you run your lily white ass to a black community? To do your community service. There are plenty of poor white kids that also need help. There are plenty. There are plenty. I just thought it was rather interesting that she chose watts. I, I didn't I didn't see the correlation between the college scandal and let me go help out these little black kids. I just I'm trying to make the math math. I'm open to hearing how the math math for you. Because for me, the math is not mathing, right? And as she's talking about it, she said, I was looking for a way to feel... Did she say feel better or feel good? Hold on. She said, I was looking for something to do to feel good. Jada interjected and said to give back and she said yeah to give back more of Jada spoon feeding the narrative this girl didn't give a fuck about giving back she gave a fuck about making herself feel better she was clear she used her words I mean She got somewhat of a very good education up until she had to leave USC. It's a a stellar school. So uh, I can trust her words. She spoke quite eloquently at the table, so I don't think that the girl doesn't know how to express herself. She said what she meant. She said what she meant. Ah, and now I remember what it was. It It was about when they got caught, whether or not, she felt bad and so Jada said I'm sure you felt really bad you know when this all came out and you found out you know what was going on and Gammy said we don't know that letter did you feel bad and she said I did it I did not feel bad beloved Babe. feel bad but here go Jada trying to spoon feed the narrative oh I'm sure she felt bad when it... meanwhile back in El Rancho sis was like actually I didn't feel bad I didn't understand what everybody was so mad about I mean this is what we do I mean really really And that brings me back to the naivete that she was offering. She was like, you know, I didn't know what was going on. You know, the guy is a professional college counselor. And, um, you know, how how was I supposed to know? You know, people donate libraries and things like that all the time. Here's the thing. And I'm not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination, bitch. I'm not even rich. I'm not faux rich. I'm not nothing. Okay. I'm none of the above. None of the above. It is a well-known fact, especially amongst people who have been to college, who have families that have been to college, and who are college-bound, that a lot of people with influence, affluence, and money get their kids into school by donating buildings it is so well known that that when it's said in jest you know exactly what the insinuation is you don't need the complete sentence so the fact that she went on and on and on about this not knowing and you know he's a professional college you know college counselor how you know how could they know that that he was you know running a scam this is how this all works you knew this you just said y'all do this all the time Here's what else you knew, and this is the most important part: you knew your fucking grades. You knew it. You you knew your SAT scores. You knew if you had the academic range to get in that motherfucking school without a building. You knew that. She goes, you know, because I worked I worked hard in high school. It's not like I blew it off. You know, I I don't want people to think that I just blew it off. Working hard in high school don't mean you had the grades. It doesn't mean you had the academic range. I ain't worked that fucking hard. My grades had the range. I know plenty of people that have outworked me academically. They had to. Most of them had to. Some of them were really just overachievers, and shout out to them. I ain't never mad at that, because I'm an overachiever in the things that I choose to overachieve in. But I know a lot of people that outworked me in various academic times and spaces of my life and it's because they had to. They had no choice. They didn't have the range swiftly like I did. And that's. And I'm not saying that from a place of arrogance. I'm saying that to the point of she used I worked hard as if that meant something. Sis, you knew whether or not you qualified for a school like USC. You knew that. So when you got in, after your parents donated whatever, a quarter million dollars a piece for each of them, so what, a library, a dorm, who knows? But after that donation was made and you got into this school, you weren't perplexed. You were not perplexed. Because I would have been. I've been looking at my transcript, looking at my SAT scores, looking at that admissions letter like, the math don't math. The math don't math. Who do I got to send a gift basket to because clearly somebody bought my admission. Who do I owe a gift basket of fucking dark liquor and and fucking exquisite cheeses to because clearly someone got me in this school. I didn't get that bitch on my own merit. Like at least own that. Own that. Yes, we know you didn't cut the check. You didn't. You're not the one who wrote the check to the college counselor, whatever. But don't sit here with this air of naivete, like I had no idea. And that was the other shit, you know, when, when um, when Gammy asked her, you know, do you understand why I didn't want you here and why I don't feel like this is even something we need to be talking about? Um, she said, I, I have a. a you know what I think I know, but I would like to hear from you. You know, because you're here. Like I'd rather get it firsthand. And as Gammy is, um, Gammy is giving her an answer. You know, um, I forget what Jada what Jada says after, but you know, to Gammy's point in the beginning and then Gammy's point during the conversation. The news runs 24 hours. The information is out there. The information is there for her to learn. And it's not our responsibility to educate her on what's going on. That's her responsibility, especially as someone with means and access. It's like that's not that's not our responsibility. And y'all know how I feel about allyship and that word allyship. Like no one has to teach you how to be an ally. If you want to be one, you will be one. You do the work because you want to do the work. I can't make you an ally. I just can't. Not within my power, you know? And um, as Gammy was was saying that, you know, her response was like, you know, you're absolutely correct. You know, I lived in my bubble. I I didn't... She said, you know, like, I I knew these things existed, and if I heard anything inappropriate, I would would respond and say, hey, that's not okay. P.S. I don't believe that by any stretch of the imagination, but that's what she said, so we'll take it at face value. Um, She said, but I did not realize how deep it is i didn't realize how much white privilege i had i didn't realize how much of a thing it is and basically just how it's woven into everything and you know gimme's like i mean that that's your fault if you didn't know you didn't want to know i mean you could look it up and for me i have an issue with the willful ignorance you you can know like you are on social media you are a social media influencer it's been everywhere, non-stop. So anything you don't want to know, you've chosen not to know. So in choosing not to know, and in choosing and ignoring all the shit you, you have surely seen on social media, um, you thought the best place to come and have this conversation was on a platform hosted by three black women. <sighs> Very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. The other uh, excellent point that Gammy brought up was the fact that when, you know, parents of affluence buy their kids into schools and into spots, those spots are now taken from kids who are academically superior and don't have, you know, and, and don't have a seat now because you have a seat. Every entering class has a cap. Like There's a finite number of people that schools let in every school year. That number's finite. It's gotta be. There's no infinite amount of resources at any institution. So that number's finite. So if this academically superior student didn't have money to buy a fucking building... But uh, mommy, mommy Laurie, or mama Felicity, uh, had the money. Now you got the spot with your old struggling ass. Don't know a citation from a fucking hole in the wall ass. Old book book read, read ass. Like, and that never crossed your mind. Never dawned on you. Like, and she's like, no, you know, now you know thinking about it like I get it and I you know then basically just like didn't realize she's like because you know that this is just how everyone this is basically how everyone moves in her circle everyone in her circle comes from affluence they come from influence and they come from money period and this is how everybody that she knows moves about the cabin so to her this was a Tuesday there was nothing new it was what it was and she didn't see anything wrong with it I mean, just the whole shit was like mind blown. And then, and I'm gonna wrap it up here because this was like, yo, I'm really fitting to reach through this TV. I watched it on my my TV um, and then not my phone. Um, I was like, I'm out to reach through this TV. I really get the fuck into it with Jada. At the end of the show, she's like... She basically is saying... Oh, she's making it seem like this girl... Was uh, basically... You know... The... How do I put this? If We're using adjectives only. This girl was fragility... And 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 Gammy was the angry black woman. That that is how Jada was making it seem like. Oh, you know, Gammy's rough. You know, like like Gammy Gammy let you have a type of shit, and I did not like that at all. I did not like that at all, and I feel like that. Like I said, I feel like that set. Sorry, I forgot to turn my phone off. I feel like that set the stage for feeling comfortable calling Gammy the angry Black woman. I feel like Jada started that narrative with her approach to Gammy, with her approach to this interview, even having the interview. Honestly, again, I don't see why the interview needed to be had on the Red Table Talk, you know, because she says at the end that this is her first interview ever. She has not talked about this anywhere, and she's never given an interview. So why... Was the Facebook digital series, the fucking premiere. Make the math, math. Like I said, I'm gonna take this to the black table. Talk some more about it. Talk about um, black women that have been affected by quote unquote school scandals, um, registering their their kids in schools where that were outside of their district. Uh, I know many of us are familiar with that. Uh, so we'll talk about like some of the nuances of their situations, how they differ, how they mirror. And, uh, yeah, we're going we gonna to get all the way into this shit with uh, me and my girl show. So make sure that you tune in to The Black Table. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, don't forget, if you haven't got your Black Girl SOS merch, grab one get into it um www.brandsnobby.com i really really can't believe i forgot to turn my phone i'm so sorry y'all. Um, www.brandsnobby.com the link is in the bio follow the podcast on ig on spotify apple google and anchor and until next time you have a good one